Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The G7 conference in the Bavarian Alps today with Justin Trudeau in attendance. So what came out of this? What can we expect? What should we expect? By the way, interestingly enough, in 1973, the uh, G7 was first formed. And guess why? The oil crisis and uh, a recession and rising inflation. That's how it came about. And here we are in 2022. And you might as well replay that triumvirate because it's all part of the equation. We're joined by Rick Nowak, who's the Paris correspondent for the Washington Post. Mr. Nowak is in Bavaria covering the G7 meetings. Rick, thank you very much for the time. What uh, what came out of this first day? What was the focus? What are they saying? Hello, and thanks for having me on the show. Um, the, the focus has really been Ukraine, uh, the war in Ukraine, and what more those countries can do uh, to support Ukraine, what more they can do to punish Russia and to deter um, that kind of behavior on the international stage. Um, there have been a few specific uh, results of this first day. Uh, President Biden announcing that they want to ban the import of Russian um, gold, which would make a significant difference on some level. Um, also, apparently, leaders are making some progress when it comes to price caps uh, for oil imports into Europe and other countries from Russia. And if I have this correctly, uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine is set to address the G7 uh, virtually tomorrow, yes? That's correct. Okay, uh, so so Ukraine has been the uh, the forefront, of the main issue, of the war in Ukraine, because there's been some concern, as you well know, being stationed in Paris, that some countries may be starting to lose, if not interest, then focus on supporting Ukraine in this war when they look at their own issues, like energy issues and food supply, food security. When it comes to the issue of food security, Ukraine is a major player. Much of what they have available and usually ship out to the world is impossible to get out because of mining of the ports and the Black Sea ports. How much uh, focus was placed on, uh, on on food supplies, the food, food emergency internationally? Well, this is really one of the core issues of the summit. Um, um, as you might know, India, Indonesia, um, several other countries um, outside the G7 have been invited to join leaders um, this week. And, and for those leaders, food security, food insecurity, really is um, one of the most pressing issues uh, they're currently facing. So uh, this certainly is, is a, major, a major focus of this summit. The question is, how much can those leaders, how much can the G7 really do um, to, to change um, the, the fact that Russia has been blocking the export of wheat, of other um, Ukrainian agricultural products for the past uh, months. Was there anything of significance said by the Prime Minister of Canada? Well, the Prime Minister of Canada has certainly, um, he has a very important and, and he has a very important role when it comes to um, transatlantic ties specifically. Um, when we think about transatlantic ties, often, oftentimes in Europe, obviously, we're just talking about uh, the United States, but um, I think the G7 is, is a great stage to also show that it is also about Canada and that the G7 is um, a, a very global um, community of countries. Do you have a, a sense that there's unity 
in this G7 and uh, and the countries that have invited, invited. Is there a sense of unity, or do the news releases try to convey that as much as possible? Well, there is a sense of unity um, that they're trying to display uh, for the cameras. Uh, and there certainly has been more unity over the past months than you might have expected uh, when you look at how different the positions of Germany uh, were compared to uh, the United States positions um, over the past, for example, uh, on, on issues like Nord Stream 2. Um, however, what you mentioned earlier is a very good point. People are losing interest, and it is disappearing from uh, from a lot of front pages, from a lot of news uh, channels, um, the topic of Ukraine. Uh, it's increasingly um, absent. So it is it is hard for, for those leaders to to keep that focus on on that issue and to propose um, more sanctions or more or more action. Has uh, Russia, do you know, reacted at all to what's going on in Bavaria? Well, as far as I'm aware, Russia hasn't responded to the summit itself. But obviously, we know that um, we know Russia's position quite well. And what's interesting about Russia is that they have actually done quite a lot of outreach um, to countries like Indonesia that are included um, in this summit. Uh, Russia has been, well, it hasn't been very smart about its Ukraine war, but it has been uh, to some extent smart about about that angle to, to keep reaching out to countries that are not fully behind uh, the West or the G7 when it comes to um, Ukraine and what should be done about Ukraine. So I think including those countries, including countries like India or Indonesia, does send an important signal, um, and it will send an important signal over the next few days. Yeah, they're going to have to send a signal to Putin about uh, Ukraine. Are you expecting a major announcement? I mean, I know they talked about it today, and you just mentioned that, but is there more to come with President Zelensky attending virtually? Is the G7 going to be committing more in the way of armaments and more in the way of economics um, uh, support? Or do you expect there might be some some idea, something put forward about a plan to get the the grain exports out of Ukraine and into the hands of the rest of the world? Well, it seems like the issue of grain exports is going to be difficult to resolve when when it's just about the the G7. There would be there would need to be some kind of um, um, negotiation uh, with, with Russia without um, risking uh, military confrontation between NATO and um, and Russia. But I think one of the elements or one of the um, topics people are hoping here leaders can make progress on is a sort of price cap when it comes to oil and, and gas exports from uh, from Russia to um, to other countries. Uh, quite a few leaders have been pressing for more progress on that front. They say it's critical to make progress um, on, on that front because it would allow uh, or it would stop allowing Russia to um, make more money with its gas and with its oil, even though it's actually... Um, is actually exporting less than in the past. What we've seen with uh, the rise in, in gas and oil prices is that Russia has been able to capitalize on on, um, on those rising prices, and leaders here are now trying to figure out a way to stop that and to reverse it. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.